GM, GM, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Dose. It's, it's so good to be back. Oh my gosh. So good to see you all. Look at all these hearts. Look at all these waves. I'm going to send some back to you. I'm waving. I'm giving you hearts. Uh, so good to see you all. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's been 10 years. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So tired and so stressed out by last week. That was so crazy. Oh my God. But it's so good to see you all. Um, let's just kind of get this started. I'm going to get uh, the voice of DeFi up here to play us some tunes. How's it going, the voice? It is going well, but doesn't nobody cares about me. Welcome back. Seriously, really. Cool. <laughs> Nothing happened while you were gone. We left it li right like you left it. I know. I know. I was, I was laughing at my tweet because I literally said, hey, keep it all wag me, everybody. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing so. changed. Everything's the same. Just uh, carry on. <laughs> That's just fine. Cool. Why don't you get us started with a little bit of tunes and then we'll, we'll get everybody in the room. Will do. Cool. Let's get this rolling. Um, first of all, hello to my amazing uh, co-hosts, Clemente and Mech. Mech, how you doing? What's up with the new PFP? I'm, I'm weird. <laughs> hey, uh, so a friend of mine is raising some money from MoonPay. Uh, if she got 500 people to change their PFP for 48 hours, they're going to give her $25,000 to donate kids Boom. getting technology. Okay. Well, that's pretty rad. How to do it. <laughs> I, that's, a, that's a good reason to change your PFP. Yeah. For <laughs> It, it took me for a second. I'm like, wait, who's that? Wait, wait, is that Mac? All right, what's going on? But nice to see you. Uh, Clemente, how you doing? Good morning, good morning. Well, for, first off, welcome back, Ryan. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fired up to be here. Um, <laughs> Mac and I, we, uh, I, I hope you don't listen to the recordings. I told Mac, I was like, hey, you know, let's just try to not record these. I don't want Ryan to hear. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a good time. No, no, I appreciate it. So actually, uh, why don't we throw up some hearts and some love and some emoji for Mech and Clemente who held down the fort uh, while I was gone. Um, really appreciate you all doing that. Um, I know many of you also joined and um, had good conversations and supported each other and um, y'all the best. So uh, thank you so much, Mech and Clemente for, for holding down the fort. And thank you to everyone in the community who showed up and, and, gathered around each other and encourage each other. It was an absolutely bonkers week. Um, so I appreciate you all so much. Um, so we're going to get rocking. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, a lot of interesting things to chat about, a lot of good discussions. Uh, first of all, um, if you could be kind and uh, uh, retweet the Spaces tweet, um, I think uh, Mech and Clemente are going to uh, pin that up top. Um, just let people know you're here. Let's get some more friends in the audience. Um, I think this was the biggest um, RSVP show we've had so far. I think like something like 4,500 of you all RSVP'd, which blows my mind. Um, I actually like felt a little nervous before the show started. That's never happened before. I was like, oh, so. I, maybe... I, think, I think people just wanted to welcome you back. I mean, <laughs> I, I was gone for the last three days too. So it's a big uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. So, but now that I'm here, I'm, I'm excited. Um, so let's go. So yeah, if y'all could retweet that, let's get some more friends here. Um, smash that purple comment button. 
uh, already 180 comments. This is crazy. Um, so in the bottom right of your uh, mobile phone, you'll see a little purple comment button. Uh, Clemente and Mech and I try to read all the comments and say hello to all of you. Um, I'm already seeing a ton flow in. Uh, Scent says, hello, guys. Hello, right back to you. Palka.eth. GM dosers. GM back to you. Nouns art saying GM, GM. Good to see you. Um, uh, Mackie with the clever uh, gif. I like that. Well done. Uh, TJ.e says, GM, look at all these checks. Yeah, it is interesting to see all these blue checks. Elon got to y'all. What's the deal? <laughs> I, I like him. It's oh, all you, down. you weren't here for this. I went on a rant about how I was not <laughs> do it. <laughs> I, I, th I think I saw your tweet and I was laughing to myself. Yeah, I love it. I can't be a part of that. But, Mac, I, but no I expect nothing less. Yeah, no, no shade to anybody who's who's down. I mean, whatever tickles <laughs> your pickle floats your boat. Whatever. Uh, Meg, Meg told me, she goes, Clemente, you're not allowed to get the blue check or I'm going to make fun of you the whole show. So, okay, I guess. <laughs> never <laughs> threatened anybody. No, never. never at all. I love it. I'm uh, seeing some more fun um, comments. Kosa says GM, GM with a cute little image. Uh, Zoe, what's up? Says GM. Don Father. Um, so many of you are saying hello. I'm going to scroll to the bottom. Oh, my goodness. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling to say hi to some people in the audience. Uh, uh, Mercygreat.eth. Welcome. I'm going to follow you back. Thanks for coming by. Uh, Tony Bearbrick, um, nice rec guy. I'm going to follow you back. Thanks for coming. Uh, let's keep scrolling. Let's say hi to more people. Blank, number 4462. Thanks for for showing up. Appreciate you. Um, I absolutely love this community, y'all. Uh, I'm so grateful and thankful you all spend time with us and, and me. So um, thanks for being here. I, I lost. Okay, I'm back. All right. So let's get cranking. Um, we're obviously doing a POAP today. Surprise, surprise. Um, why are we doing POAPs, everybody? Well, <clears throat> we're launching something big in uh, uh, Q3 of 2023. And I want my community to win. I want you to all win for supporting me and, and being um, such a, a welcoming, inclusive, supportive uh, community. So the way you do that is by coming to the show and then uh, collecting our POAPs. So um, we're going to be um, minting a POAP today. Um, we're using Rev, so uh, we're going to take a secret um, uh, attendance. We're gonna, we're, we're, it's going to do a little roll call in the background. You're not going to know what's going to happen, so you got to be here during the whole show to be included in that roll call. And and today the clues are back, my friends. We're going back to the clues because lots of people said they liked them, and it was kind of fun. Um, and so uh, we're going to do some clues. So you got to listen to, uh, got to get both those clues and. The clues, when you enter them in, it's no spaces, no capitals, right? So it's going to be two words, no spaces, no capitals. Just push, put those two words together, and that is going to be the answer. Um, so the first clue, friends, everybody listening? Clemente, are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm ready okay. to go. <laughs> All right. The first clue is, what is the name of the toy cowboy in Toy Story? Once more, what is the name of the toy cowboy in Toy Story? By the way, one of my favorite films. So that's clue number one. Um, stay tuned for clue number two. And, uh, and uh, at the end of the show, we'll let you know when you can mint your POAPs. Um, let's keep cranking. Uh, Mintify uh, is here. And uh, I've, been, I've been using Mintify forever. Uh, they contacted me and said, hey, we'd love to share the daily news on the show. So they are our official sponsor of the show. Uh if you don't know what Mintify is, it's an NFT terminal for pro traders. It's got multi-chain aggregation, analytics. There's a trading terminal. It's an amazing tool. So I'm going to pass it over to the Mintify team to read our Mintify market daily reports. Over to you all. Most definitely. And welcome back, Ryan. It's good Thank to have you here. The, uh, your awesome co-host did an excellent job when I say in your absence. Uh, really great job. Um, all right. So just a reminder, you can get free access to the platform until 1231. All right. The total 24-hour market volume, 10.8 mil. Highest sale, 120 ETH for Azuki 6737. I believe there was also a sale for 150 ETH for another one. Uh, the top three collections based on volume, Rare Pass, minted out yesterday, uh, did, a, <laughs> did a lot of revenue in Mint. Uh, 810 ETH traded, 25.9 ETH floor price. I think it came down a little bit since then. Azuki, 746 ETH traded, floor price of 9.94 ETH. Macy, 660 ETH traded, floor price of 11.8 ETH. Top gainers, Valentine by Homa Gang, 
844% up and free NFT launch ticket platform. I believe that uh, that also was at Freeman yesterday. They have a, a platform or something. 360% up. Noteworthy market updates. Genesis Crypto Lender partnered with Gemini halts withdrawals due to FTX exposure. Uh, they are a big lender in the space and they lend to lots of whales and other uh other entities so that could trickle down into other things the multiple celebrity promoters were named in an ftx lawsuit including tom brady and larry david and a number of other celebrities uh all, all with this going on uh ethereum is bouncing around at 1207 just about down one and a half percent on the day thank you very much and again welcome back thanks Mintif. i appreciate it um I, one of my talking about the price of ETH. Uh, one of my favorite tweets recently was by Node, and he he said he's just gonna lock up his his uh, ledger with ETH in it until you know like 15 years from now until uh, ETH gets 15k. And I kind of laughed. I thought that's probably the best um, uh, investment strategy we could have right now. So so there's that. Um, thanks, Mintify. I appreciate you reading the news. Um, Want to. Uh, get right into uh, our Lucky Trader daily news as well. Um, we're going to summarize all the news and then we're going to get right into the discussion. So we'd like to welcome up Lucky Trader, who is our official news app of the Daily Dose, and they are sponsors. And it's good to have you all here. Overview awesome, all. Ryan. Thank you. And welcome to the Lucky Trader top Web3 news stories for today. Super Rare adjusts their artist payment allocation for the Rare Pass Genesis the market likes it as the past mints out and surges 50% in overnight trading. Adidas unveils its first digital wearables collection called Virtual Gear, stating the move accelerates our collective drive towards strengthening Web3, all in the same week that Nike launched its Web3 platform swoosh. Azuki teases Red Bull Racing F1 sponsorship ahead of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix race taking place this Sunday. As Red Bull Principal states, it's been an eye-opener for us to the vast opportunities Web3 has to offer. Pudgy Penguins make it onto the cover of a Kellogg cereal box in partnership with Kellogg's NFT project, The Breakfast Club. Each Kellogg's NFT will come with a physical, officially licensed Kellogg's cereal box collectible. And last, Magic Eden the Marketplace debuts a new mint format, allowing for fair price discovery over a 24-hour auction period hoping for less FOMO. Ryan, back to you. Cool. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate Lucky Trader. Um, I've always said that it's the one app on my phone I have notifications on, so I appreciate y'all being here and sponsoring the show. Um, so much news to go over, uh, not only, not even to mention the bonkersness of last week. I, I mean, uh, I, I didn't even take my work phone, um, which was my attempt at, at not working. Um, and I got uh, a text from a friend uh, about FTX, and I was just like, "Oh man, what is happening?" Because uh, I remember hearing, you know, the news kind of beginning to build the, the before I left, you know, because CZ was talking about dumping all of their FTT, and and I just thought, "There's no way, like this is going to happen." I'm sure, like all of you. Um, so when that happened, I, I got sucked right into Twitter. I, I went into my browser on my iPhone. So I was like, man, I wish I could like block Twitter on my, on my browser on my phone. I need to figure out how to do that. But anyway, got sucked right in and, and, uh, that was super distracting. Um, so I said before, like, I, I just want to hang out with you all and talk about it. Um, it, this can be our session to kind of decompress, share how we're doing. There's a ton of news we can talk about too, but I just want to really hang out with you all and, and, um, and, and talk and kind of work through all this stuff. Um, especially with uh, Genesis, you know, uh, halting yesterday. And it's just like, man, bad news after bad news. So um, so let's open up to the floor um, to discuss some of the news. Um, speakers on on uh, the stage, feel free to pop up your hand and we'll just kind of um, have an open discussion for a little while. And then we've got some, uh, uh, some discussion topics as well. Gene, good to see you. Welcome back. Good to see you too. I mean, I'm I'm not blaming you for this, but uh, the second you disappeared, <laughs> the second you uh, took some time for yourself, the entire space. Uh, I did feel weird about that. I gotta yeah, say, um, like the, what's the up with your PFP? Just your I, handsome face. Uh, no, I, I think I'm gonna go back. I'm, I'm trying to find. I have like I feel a little bit like I'm being dishonest. I just haven't really owned a lot of NFTs lately. Like I, I right before 
the big nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I want to have a little bit of a, a little bit more exposure, but um, like I I I had tried an NFT, just I didn't buy it, but I just tried it as a PFP to see how it looked, and someone was like, "Wait, you don't own that?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry." Um, but um, <laughs> right click save, it's okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. I think that like it's interesting because I think that a lot of folks had kind of been expecting a big leg down for ETH or just for the space mm-hmm. in general to nuke down. And then it didn't. We had that kind of rocket up from 1200 to like 1600 And then the, mm. the leg down did come. And it, I think it's just so shocking because it's like it's, it's SBF, right? Like FTX is sort of like the bluest of blue chips. I and know. so it just, yeah, it, it feels, you know, even like as much as we can be like, oh, not your keys, not your crypto. Like we do want people to like we don't like we don't want grandma to like have to write down like the <laughs> no. phrase and put it down and like, you know, all around the room. Like no. so it's tough. I mean, I feel like it set us back like you know, four or five years or something in adoption. I know. But I I know the good thing is people can scoop up at these low prices and hopefully, you know, especially Solana. I mean, if Solana survives this, I mean, it could be a 50 X. I know. I, that's a whole nother topic, right? What is happening with Solana and and where are we going? Um, And actually I haven't done the the math to see if Solana NFTs are repricing. Um, You know, I don't know if they are in USD, um, but that'd be interesting to see how that's shaken out. Um, The voice, I see your hand. First of all, I'm going to go ahead and say your wife is not allowed to have a birthday for another year. I'm going to go ahead. And <laughs> say, oh, okay, we can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and decree that because uh, bad things happen <laughs> this time. Whenever she had a birthday, so a full year. But yeah, here's what I want. I feel like it's came to an epiphany to me of just how much everything is interconnected in the crypto world and the Web three world. We see FTX go down. Then all of a sudden we see all these other exchanges or lending platforms. You know, you had Genesis yesterday. That goes down because of a ripple effect from FTX going down. And I think in the end, it's really bad for just the community all in all, or not, maybe not in the community, wider than the community. Somebody said adoption earlier. They're just reading the news stories. They're just, you know, it's just confirming the bias that people that aren't in Web3 already had. And that's that it's just filled full of fraudsters and, and that sort of thing. And I hate that because it's really going to stop adoption because people oh. are convinced that what they thought is 100% right. And, you know, we will get past this. It's not like blockchain tech is just going away, but it is a, it's a bad mark for sure. Yeah. It's a major reputation hit. I mean, it's especially because of the way SBF is acting now post, you know, calamity. It's the, the tweets and the um, the behavior is just like, oh my God, like this, this is just the last thing I want anyone to see about our industry. And it's, it is truly distressing. Um, I mean, and, and there's real damage here, y'all. I mean, you know, I've, uh, I've gotten DMS from folks that lost all their money, uh, because it's locked up in FTX and, and, and it's heartbreaking. And, you know, there's people in this room right now that have been affected by that. I'm so sorry. You know, I wish I could give you a hug and say, you know, this is brutal. Uh, and so, um, you know, we'll get through it. But wow. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just so disturbing. Um, Mech, I'll go to you and then uh, let's go to Don Father. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I'm still a bit com- confused because <laughs> it seems as though Sam doesn't think he did anything wrong and he's kind of just hopping around. Um, I think there was a photo of him in like a, a grocery store in the Bahamas by himself. And uh, I remember seeing a little clip of uh, Mr. Wonderful being asked, cause you know, he had that, that quote saying, you know, if I'm gonna, if there's anywhere I'm not gonna get into trouble is FTX. And someone asked him like, would you back him again? And he said, yes. So I'm very confused. He said yes to that? He said yes. This makes yeah, no I'm, sense. I'm, I'm very confused about what's happening because if I'm not mistaken, we know that he had uh, a security breach built in, right? He had a backdoor built in. He moved $10 billion out. And it seems like no one is really looking at that as something like malicious, which I'm, I'm, I'm confused by. Yeah, but I think the being, whole thing is confusing. It's, it's all quite confusing. But I, but I will say that, like, with regard to um, how we bounce back, I think it'll, it'll be a lot sooner than we think. Uh, we have to keep you know, in mind how fast this space moved and how quickly FTX became a thing. You know what I mean? Like we, we really haven't been in the NFT space more than two years. And I think that that DEX hasn't really been around 
as a you know a, a prominent blue chip for that long. And so I think um, you know it'll it'll I think expedite regulation, which is important, which I think will be helpful. Um, but I also think that um, we're edging up on $400 billion raised in venture capital this year. And, and oh. I know that that's being led by folks who are interested in accelerating that. So I imagine there will just be a new DEX that takes that place. Um, and there'll be a lot of money funneled into that thing. And there'll be a little more assurance around, you know, the securities related to how it operates. Yep. But I don't see people walking away from the crypto industry or the NFT space at all. I think we all know that this is the you know current new iteration of the internet, and we got to push it forward. So that's what's going to yep. happen. Yep, totally agree. Yeah, I appreciate your your comment. Um, I just posted a a poll. Um, I think Clemente is going to be kind and pin that for me, uh, asking, "Do you currently hold any of your crypto in an exchange right now? Uh, yes or no? Um, would love to to um, see what you all say, and then I'll read out the results. Um, let's go to Don Father. GM, GM, Ryan, glad to have you back, brother. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, holding down the fort, Mac and Clemente did a fantastic job. Um, yeah, in terms of the the storm that hit after you left, it, uh, it was wild. Um, and the collateral damage that we're seeing now is, you know, I, I, I don't see that um, this is the end of it. Uh, that, there's just way too much yeah. money that's, that's been lent out. Um, and it's, you know, I'm starting to get, you know, phone calls from like, from like my parents and, oh, did you read about this? Uh, Tom Brady's getting sued and uh, Larry no. David. And, you know, when, when family are, is talking about it and they have no really no clue what they're talking about it's uh it's kind of that time where it's going to be difficult to you know to onboard new people and know. so i you know got to keep driving it yeah i totally agree i think you know those of us who are americans and celebrate thanksgiving you know probably gonna have all these conversations with their families you know those of you uh, that live elsewhere. Um, I'm sure you're having conversations with your families and, you know, I would encourage all of us just to, uh, try to lovingly educate those folks and say, you know, the thing that's the most exciting about web three, um, is actually that you can have full custody of your assets. And that's a little weird and a little strange. Um, but, but this is how it works, right? You have, uh, this device, it's a, it's a piece of hardware. You can control your own assets. You can send them, you know, without the bank's permission. Um, but, but here's how to keep it safe. And then that keeps you safe from bad actors, you know, like, uh, the Sam, the Sam's of FTX in the world. And, um, you know, that's, that's where I'm trying to go with this. I think that's where we can, can bring some good, um, back out of this. So I'm going to keep going around the horn. Uh, Mackie, go ahead. Or just ignore me. That's totally cool. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to call me next. I thought well, I was well, way hello. back in line. I was digging through the internet from stuff, but uh, I wanted to talk about the poll. Uh, I actually it. voted yes okay. because I still have some ETH on Coinbase, which I staked back before when they were offered uh, ETH2 staking, which is, you know, in retrospect, a little scary. Uh, and I might have <laughs> talked about this the other day, uh, yeah. but they, I was trying to get it off coinbase and since it's still staked they actually convert it to cb wrapped eth so coinbase wrapped eth oh interesting uh and if i want to sell that i, I automatically lose like all the interest that i gained oh, <laughs> so interesting it's, wow it's kind of a bummer <laughs> yeah gosh that that's interesting because i i'm staked on lido which makes me a little nervous um and uh you know, but you can trade your ST ETH um, pretty uh, easily, uh, one for one. But um, let me read out the results of the the poll. So the question was, do you currently hold any of your crypto in an exchange right now? Uh, yes is 43%. No is 56%. Uh, 398 votes. So keep those votes coming in. Um, Clemente. Yeah, Ryan, I, I'd love to get your take as, as an advisor for a lot of uh, NFT projects. I think 
this is a turbulent time for a lot of founders trying to cut through the noise. And I think honestly, just trying to stay focused and building and keeping your community community engaged with all this going on. So I'm curious, like if you sit down with, with like you have an advisor meeting with some of these projects that are trying to figure out and they ask you like, Hey Ryan, what do you recommend that I do right now to kind of stay focused? I'm curious what kind of tips you'd, you'd recommend some of these founders for like dealing with these types of turbulent times. Yeah. Uh, appreciate the question. So I think the first thing um, to do is check in with you and your team uh, on a mental health level um, and just say, you know, how's everybody doing? Um, and, and are we talking about what's happening and, and the fact it's scary um, and, and that those conversations are okay to have? Um, and usually those conversations are done best, you know, sort of one-on-one in, in, a, in a meeting versus in a group, because it's scary to talk about that. Um, and, and then I think, secondly, you know, it's looking at your, your treasury and, and your runway and, um, and saying, okay, well, let's, let's be extra safe here. Um, you know, let's not try to get, you know, a little bit of extra interest here and there. Um, uh, let, let's convert out of ETH into USDC or, or whatever is your local currency and just get um, safety and security around your runway. I, I think for any project, you know, you're effectively a small company or a large company, depending on how big you are. And, and you really need to keep your treasury in your native currency. It's just too risky to, to have that. I believe in any cryptocurrency. Um, you really need to have, if, if you have anything in a cryptocurrency, it needs to be something that you intend uh, to hold very long-term, you know, uh, five years plus. Um, and, and so I think that's the way you should look at that. And then you should be frank about your runway. Um, in runway, uh, actually, we'll, we'll do our, uh, our nerd alert. Um, so the voice of DeFi, you, let's, let's hear the nerd alert. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Nice and short. <laughs> I love it. So uh, nerd alert for today is runway, uh, which is the number of months that you have left to operate if you raise no more money or if you are uh, spending the current amount of money that you have. Let's do an example. So a really kind of simplistic example is, is say that you have $100,000 in your treasury, uh, hopefully in your native currency, whether that's you know USDC uh, uh, or literally in a bank, um, and you're spending $10,000 a month uh, that means you have 10 months of runway until you reach zero. Um, it's kind of a common term in, in uh, startup land. Um, so you got to be talking about that and uh, being very clear about your runway and what you're going to do about it. Um, the second thing is I would encourage, or maybe the third thing we're on now is I'd be encouraging project founders to think about raising additional capital. You know, if, if you if you're seeing that you have less than 18 months of runway, um, you should be considering raising money. Um, and that sounds like a hard thing to do in the current market, but there is a lot of capital on the sidelines. So um, those are a couple of things I would think about. You know, Be honest with your team, allow those conversations to happen, uh, look at your runway, uh, be aware of how many months you have left, and if it's less than 18, um, consider uh, and going raising some additional capital to, to give you just the, the space to breathe and, and, and get through this. So hopefully those... Those little thoughts are helpful. Um, let's go uh, back to hands. Uh, Restivo. GM. Um, I just want to echo the the hugs. Um, so if you if you did have some funds in FTX, I, I want to give you a, a virtual. I'm hugging my phone right now. It's just going to quickly press it against my chest. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that there's you know it's been a oh, it's been a rough seven days to be in the in the Twitter Spaces sphere. Um, I think that there's a saying that a lot of the OGs have, which is "Don't trust, verify." I mean, obviously, we all know not your keys, not your crypto. Important to to self custody and store your crypto on cold storage. We can talk about that and have talked about that. Um, but I really feel for the people who got burned. I mean, this was a brand that was on the umpire's chest. They were sponsoring arenas, the Warriors, the Heat got involved. Um, it's, it's, it's like kind of amazing how mainstream this went. And I think it's, you know, I want to say two things. One, it's important to recognize the people who did call this out, the people who were like, something doesn't smell right here uh, with FTX. And, 
and they were out there. And then I think it's also important to just be mindful, at least if you're in the United States, of of what happens going forward, because people want to throw blame around everywhere. Um, but for me, there's there's two institutions that have missions. And the, the, I actually just had to Google it. The mission of the CFTC is to promote the integrity, resilience, and vibrancy of the U.S. derivatives markets through sound regulation. And the mission of the SEC is a three-part mission, protect investors, maintain fair, orderly, and efficient markets, and facilitate capital formation. And I think, um, you know, much like some of the revelations that came came about after 9-11 uh, about how the, the FBI and CIA were sort of battling for uh for domain i think we really need to to look to washington look at what our at least if you're in the united states look at what your elected officials are saying and and really pay attention to that because this is a long game that that we all have to be mindful of yeah no i appreciate it thanks for for bringing the research and the facts um thanks for the extra hugs i think we all need it um next up is lucky trader a few thoughts I wanted to chime in on here first, echoing Mech's comment about resiliency. You know, I think NFTs, Web3, and crypto are all showing some real resiliency right now. Certainly, it's been a very difficult week to even talk about NFTs you know, during this storm and, and this massive fraud event. But the industry, th these top brands, they aren't stopping. You know, some headlines we've seen from just the past few days. Apple Pay is accepting USDC. Oil giant Shell is looking into Bitcoin mining tech. Nike is starting a Web3 platform and program. Sony's filing patents for blockchain and NFTs. The, the list goes on. <clears throat> so it, it does feel like there is a light in this darkness right Amen. now. I appreciate uh, bringing that up. There, there is a lot of good innovation happening. And, and we are seeing the industry march on. Um, so I appreciate bringing up, there is some positivity here. And uh, there's a lot of good things happening. So thanks for bringing that up. Totally appreciate that. Um, let's go to Emily Loves Crypto. Good to have you back. Hello. Good morning. Um, good morning. Yeah, I think what, what sticks out to me the most about the recent news and activities going on is that we put a lot of trust in a system that should be trustless. And that's at the core of technology and architecture when it comes to blockchain. I think a really significant problem that we're currently facing is that self-custody is a key component of the architecture for blockchain. I need to hold my crypto to be able to stake it and validate transactions as they go through. If I'm a validator node, I need to hold my own crypto. Like that's so important of a concept to crypto in general that it runs the entire system. And when we take that and we concentrate it and we give it over to someone to use as leverage trading, we end up in really sticky situations, especially when they're they're pretty unregulated. And I think that a lot of, you know, Wall Street sees that as a huge opportunity, which it absolutely is. But I think it's a mistake on our part, the people that are really crypto and Web3 native at this point, to not be teaching people um, why it's so important that you do hold your own keys. And I can understand the sentiment behind, um, you know, trying to teach grandma that her seed phrase is really the keys to her house and anybody can come in and take whatever they want if they get a hold of it. Um, but at the same time, like it's a very simple process. I need to write it down and I need to put it somewhere safe. The end. Uh, and I think that, you know, we, we call it Web3, but what I really like to think of it as, you know, Web2 Take2, where we centralized all of these services um, in Web2 and that created a serious disadvantage, especially in regards to ownership of my own personal assets. Like I think, you know, in the back of our minds, we all know if we post a picture on Instagram or Facebook, they own our picture. And like, if that's your family and that's your life, like that should feel a little funny to you. And that's right. really the advancement that Web3 provides. So I think that that's a really important thing to take going forward. Amen. Yeah, gosh, it's it's a, a front row seat example um, to self-custody and, and what happens if if you don't actually hold your own keys. Um, you know, the, the thing I'll comment about Sam and FTX that I found interesting and, and sort of sickening was um, the conversations that the venture capitalists were having, uh, you know, previously about him. Um, and it kind of demonstrates, you know, the, the things that are troublesome about venture capital that uh, he was one of those founders that, that it just exudes 
um, this uh, kind of uh, aura that makes investors FOMO. Um, and, and it shows that this kind of gut instinct that a lot of us investors rely on can be gamed. Um, and it's dangerous. And um, it's interesting to see how many people were wrong about him. And uh, it's just a big wake up call. Um, I think it's a big wake up call to the investors, to the uh, the folks that are are the face of that, you know, the the, the Tom Brady's and and the Steph Curry's and and others, and and it's a big wake up call to all of us, like me as a venture capitalist uh, and a person who has influence in this space, to be really careful. So, um, very very sobering stuff. But but thank you, Emily. I appreciate it. Um, let's go. Oh, actually, I'll announce the final results of the of the poll. So the the question was, do you currently hold any of your crypto in an exchange right now? Um, uh, yes was only 43% and no was 56%. So, um, I guess, good job y'all <laughs> that, that we're, you all here are, are, are learning, uh, uh, this hard lesson along with everyone else that, um, you're much safer if you're not on a CFI exchange. So, um, appreciate that. All right, let's go, uh, to the next hand. Aiken, thanks for waiting so long. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I have a little bit of a contrarian view on, on, on sort of key management and, and what I think is going to happen next, right? When you look at, you know, where people have most of their wealth in the United States, it's in your retirement fund, right? So about 30% of average wealth is in retirement funds. Um, close to 30% is in your house or your primary residence, right? When you look at how people make financial decisions in this country, they don't make their own financial decisions, right? So your 401k typically is whatever your company is offering you, right? And whatever index funds or composition you sort of click. Um, and, and that's kind of it, right? The average person doesn't know necessarily like what those funds are made up of, right? What the holdings are. They just kind of go through the motions. A large part of, of, of other people who have financial advisors also relying on their financial advisors to help make those allocation decisions. So when you think about that, right? the vast majority of people are never going to own their own keys. The vast majority of people are never going to make their own financial decisions because they just never have. And that's been the status quo for generations. So when I, when I think about adoption, I think about who is building the pipes that would allow people to put a portion of the retirement assets in crypto long-term, right? And if you sort of walk down that rabbit hole, you would have learned over the last couple of weeks that Fidelity is, you know, taking signups for its consumer-based crypto exchange, where I believe they're only going to offer Bitcoin and, and potentially Ethereum to start, right? Fidelity is by far the largest provider of 401k um, access in this country. Won't that right? be interesting and to see, like, so when you're selecting your 401k sort of... Uh um, appetite for risk, you know, where, where are they only going to be putting, you know, crypto in the, Hey, I love risk. I'm happy to lose it all. It'd be interesting to see how that plays out. No, I, th I think you'll have some sort of a fund that is a combination of stocks and maybe a small allocation of Bitcoin. And you'll just click that even unbeknownst to a lot of people. Right. And I think Fidelity already said they're going to offer that product and, and companies can opt in. So my view is that adoption is going to be people passively investing in this space with no knowledge of it, through an institution that's heavily regulated, has a history of compliance, has a history and, and a lot of capital they've secured for years, right? And that's how you're going to see adoption. I think the other side of adoption would be the news that was shared that Apple Pay is integrating into Circle, which means in the future, you'll go to an NFT website and you'll play with your debit card. You'll pay with right. Apple Pay. Like most people, and, and you'll have some sort of, you know, pseudo custodial platform where if you want to move your NFTs off because it's on Polygon, you can, right? And so for me, that's really the future of crypto adoption. Mm -hmm. It's going to be cash-based and it's going to sit in people's long-term um, retirement portfolios. And most people wouldn't even know they have that exposure. I like it. Okay. That's a good, that's actually uh, sort of a contrarian slash uh, interesting point of view. Um, and I guess the question is, you know, how do we feel about fidelity um, and, and you know, in general, you'd think, gosh, well, hopefully there would never be something like, you know, what happened with FTX. Uh, but then again, if you remember 2008, uh, you realize there's a lot of things that can go wrong uh, with institutions. But that's an interesting take. 
And I appreciate you. you well, thanks, Aiken. Yeah, and I'll say one other thing. I feel a lot better. Uh, I feel a lot better if Fidelity has my money relative to FTX. <laughs> I feel a lot better with an institution that has a you know decades of a track record and yeah. right has the air of regulators and knows what compliance looks like. Sure, but that's also uh, you know a 2020 hindsight view, right? Um, but I agreed. I, I I would feel better, but man, this is just. It's, it's interesting. I was just talking to my wife, um, I think it was yesterday, and she she and I were just sort of saying, like, this industry, it feels like anything that can happen, you know? Uh, and and you wake up and something that you never thought was going to happen is going to happen, it, you know, happened. And uh, it's, wow, it's just, it's wild. And this is why I kind of tweeted yesterday, hey, it's kind of, I'm feeling, I'm feeling exhausted. Um, and, and that doesn't mean I'm quitting or going anywhere, but just kind of acknowledging uh, that the, the space definitely takes a toll on you. Um, but, but again, like that's why I, I love this space that you all show up and that we support each other and we can talk these things through. Um, and, and please keep commenting. There's so many comments y'all. I think it's up to like 629 now. And so many of, so many of them are just really friendly, like, welcome back GM. Let's go. Uh, like Shauna Kim says GM and, uh, Oh T. So custa custy made, this is the first daily dose ever. So welcome, Custy. It's so good to have you here. Um, so let's just get through this together and keep supporting each other. Um, let's go to next hand, John Sadka. Welcome. Hey, welcome back, Ryan. It's been Thank a you. <laughs> yeah, good to hear your voice. Likewise, likewise. Um, I'm going to take uh, in the mid approach here. I think what I've gathered from the past week, I've been in a lot of Twitter spaces. Something I don't like is the extremist view that I hear from people on both sides, whether that be centralization or cut like full custody of your keys i think we have to realize like there is a benefit to centralized companies um they deliver better user experiences from ui to security um sometimes to like recovering stolen assets on your behalf we saw this happening in the banking industry like (laughs) there was a time where we didn't have centralized banks and it was complete wild west i mean when you had issues with your funds you can like, how would you get it back? You'd have to like physically go and try to recover it. Um, now you can just dispute a charge on your credit card or contact the bank if you need help with something. I mean, there are benefits to having centralized systems. Um, and my takeaway is that I hope we can find a, a easy, like a place in the middle where we can have both centralized systems where VCs can invest in companies and actually build the value and a great user experience to bring in more customers. Um, but at the same time, maybe adopt, like not make it one for one, like the existing like banking system per se, but make it crypt, like the web three version, the crypto version, mm. what makes sense for us in the space. Yeah. Um, but I'll leave with something optimistic. I mean, for me, Yay. <laughs> I'm not here right now to, to make a ton of money. You know, I think the majority of these tokens, I think the majority of the NFTs are going to go to zero and I'll probably hold the majority of them. I think Wait, like that's for your me, positive what, take. I'm well, confused. well, I'll parlay it into positive. <laughs> all the NFTs are going to zero. Everybody. Okay. So anyway, take care. I think, I think a lot of, I think we're just so early that I think a lot of it, we're still experimenting and we're figuring out what the use cases are. But if we're here now, the people we're meeting today in five, 10 years, if you really do believe in this technology and what's here, we're going to be the, the, the future builders, the future owners of what has been created. And 100%. for me, that's a, that's a powerful movement. It's more powerful than making 10,000 or losing 10,000 or whatever, you know, whatever amount it is. Um, exactly. I love that. You're right. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you all are in this space right now with, with me and, and my co-hosts and these speakers and each other, uh, this is really like going back uh, to 1998. Um, and you, 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 you are here at the beginning. Um, just what it was like to be at the beginning of web one, you know, and, and I like what John said. I mean, you know, thinking that GeoCities was going to be the 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 climax of technology, you know, and and assuming it was all over would, would obviously have been short sighted, right? And that's where we are at right now with uh, with with the implementation of Web three, and there's there's so much more. So thanks, John. Appreciate yeah, that. Thanks. All right, let's uh, go to uh, our our curmudgeonly lawyer Jesse. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to add to this, but or we're all just going to need, uh, you know, more anxiety pills. <laughs> I'm a I'm a bank guy. I've said um, 
you know, it's it's unfortunate. I think this whole situation because I'm hearing from the decentralized maxis like we told you um, this was stupid. Like the whole idea is that <laughs> it's this new paradigm and you have to. No one said you were stupid. No, no, no. I mean, this is this is like the Twitter <laughs> kind of there's a lot of the decentralized. There is a lot of that, like kind so of dunking on people. They're like, this is just a signal. We really do need to go toward that direction, which I I I, I get. Like this is clearly a, a, a teachable like lesson. I when I hear that, I hear, um, let's. There's this pond where we just encountered a couple black swans. Let's go to the black swan bre- breeding ground. I'm like, <laughs> we, we have, you have no Run idea. Away. We have no idea what's out there, and that's kind of what's so exciting about it, right? Like it's a new paradigm. Fair. And then I see the normies, and their takes are just as bad. And I'm like, great, we're gonna leave here with everyone dumber after all this, like. Everybody's going to like the further extremes. They're all like, get out of crypto. Get... And I'm like, no, no, don't get out of crypto. Let's just find new solutions. So we'll see with MPCs and Love all these it. other what happens. I was going to talk about something else, but um, I don't know if you want to pivot or not. I mean, yeah, I no, would... we can pivot. No, and, and, and yeah, absolutely. And I, and I love uh, counter opinions and, and uh, sort of different thoughts. So keep it coming, but yeah, yeah feel free I to hope, pivot. I hope, I hope that there's more dialogue between those two sides. It's not going to happen soon, but I was interested in this situation with um, crash test joyriders, which is a not insignificant real project. It was it was just like a one of these 10k. It's actually not a 10k, but like 5k. It's like a Brooklyn based artist, which I know like right away. It's like what a cliche, but Brooklyn based artist. The art was cool. I bought a bunch. I'm like, this is cool, you know. And then you get in the community, um, and they just didn't like thrive. Like, you know, the, there's a lot of people in there where, you know, it's like the price doesn't go up after a while. The, the person tried to do merch, like really do merch. Like he made his own clothes. Oh, interesting. And it was all right. But and then it just like slowly faded, went down, went down, went down. And then, of course, it's infighting in the community. We need better mods. Then they got mods. And anyway, the pro- it kind of Yuck. followed the trajectory. And then two days ago, the project was taken over. They basically handed the project over to the community. Huh. with the help of killer bears and the reason i bring it up is not to look into crash test joyriders necessarily but there's just dozens and dozens of projects out there that are not sustainable i'd say don't thousands have the run, don't have the quote-unquote runway if this was Pee Wee's playhouse we'd all we'd get this, this boomer joke we'd, we'd be screaming i'm using the word of the day but they don't have the <laughs> runway to pay mods but the community is still like we really like this project and so i just think it's interesting it's like a formation of a DAO organically, as opposed to we're starting with a DAO, which kind of like, okay, you know, we can't have this founder be a slave to the project forever just because right. you want price to go up. But there's passionate people, and I'm just interested to see what happens. Obviously, a lot of projects are just going to go to the grave guard, right? There's just going right. to be thousands and thousands that go to zero, and they're just a footnote to history. But I think we'll see a lot of that where yeah, the, I'm, the I'm communities essentially take see. over. Yeah, these communities, like how they deal with projects they want to survive, but like the business model isn't there. So I just bring it up because in a bear market, I think, you know, we're this is it's still so much passion in the air without people wanting yep. to kind of trade money. And so I'm, I am I just bring it up as a, you know, let's see how it goes on, on kind of how people deal with. Deal yeah. with it. Well, and I also encourage people to do just be as creative as possible. I like that anybody is like thinking of anything that's like, okay, let's try something different and see if it works. Yeah, no, I, it is interesting to think about that the, the world could be broken up into, you know, millions of small communities, right? And it's very possible that, uh, that many NFT projects that we see could be very successful, thriving small communities, um, you know, run by the community. And, you know, they're not going to be a huge project or, or, you know, 10 X the, the floor price or anything like that, but they may be healthy, happy communities. And actually that's probably what we'll see in general with NFTs where actually every, every community in the world could eventually become, uh, a, a, an NFT token gated community where that's your access pass. And, you know, it may not be profitable or exciting, but it's, it's a real thing. I mean, Mech brought up, uh, on one of our shows that, you know, the parent teacher organization at school, you know, could be an NFT project. And there's a lot of um, actual practical NFT projects that have nothing to do with floor price. And it's more about um, gathering a community around. So let me pause because it's time for clue number two, everybody. Hope you're paying attention. Clue number two is 
whose nose grew longer every time he lied. Once again, whose nose grew longer every time he lied. Um, so remember the, the two clues, lowercase, uh, no spaces, just smash those two words together. That is, uh, that's going to be your answer. So hopefully you got all that. Uh, Mac, go ahead. Mac. Sorry, that's Hello. Second. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to, to just jump, jump in there because, um, yeah, I always say that like, you know, PTA mom spinning up Dow's is, is the new bake sale. But I think, um, one of the other things that like, well, actually final Ryan, um, commented about this. He, he, he wanted to know my take on the new swoosh activation. And, and this is kind of playing into that idea of like their core values are pretty well aligned with mine, which is why I'm kind of stoked to see what they're going to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually flying in a couple hours to go meet the team and do their first activation. They're doing it at uh, the Atlanta University Center. So it's the intersection of four HBCUs. Um, and so the, their core values are inclusion, education, and opportunity. And I honestly haven't been, like, fully roped in on what I, you know, I'm speaking, I know, and there's a bunch of other things happening. But in terms of, like, what the team is doing, I feel like it's a much more kind of charitable uh, initiative and not about product and selling things. Granted, exciting. Yeah, granted there is like, you know, a product sort of focused avenue in swoosh or dot swoosh, but I think um, the core like basic structure is how do we onboard people? How do we make sure that we're including everybody and how do we make sure that there's an opportunity for people when they do get onboarded, which has been my, you know, kind of like mantra this entire Absolutely. time. So, um, you know, I'm hopeful that, like, we'll see more executions like this. This is how I've been talking to brands. Um, I'm constantly telling creators, like, you can circumvent the intermediary. And so as I start to consult more brands, I'm telling the brands, like, this is what I'm telling creatives. Like, they don't need you, and you need to come closer to the middle around how these, you know, relationships and partnerships can be more amicable for them because they're sure. tired, you know? They're beaten yeah. down from Web2. And uh, yeah, this is like, in my opinion, the promise of Web3. So like as all the financialization kind of, you know, falls apart and crumbles and the shell companies get exposed, I hope that people start to focus more on like, okay, what's the real value if it's not just making Google apps of money, if you can, right? Yep. Amen. Yeah, it's going to be, and we're just at the beginning, you know, there's going to be projects that are profitable and then there's going to be projects that are about community and onboarding and then we should... That there should be both. Well, um, see, this is the, the one distinction I'll say is that it is both, right? It's it's not that you are making money or doing something charitable. It's that the charitable thing can also make money. Yeah, exactly. Right? It can be both. Love yeah. it. Um, Clemente, I'll go to you quickly and then we'll go to Lala. Yeah, ve just a very quick admin, Ryan. Um, so the, the two codes that uh, you, you gave out or the two words, I, I'm getting, I think we're all getting a bunch of DMs about them. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're gonna you're gonna be sending out a claim link via Rev, and if they were eligible in the snapshot, they should be able to claim it using that code, right? Exactly. Thank okay, you, Clemente. Cool. So don't DM anyone the codes. Uh, <laughs> Ryan will send out the uh, the link. I'll pin it at the top, and then you'll be able to claim it from there. Boom. Yep. So I'll be posting a link uh, near the end of the show. Uh, you'll click it, and if you were here when I took secret role. Uh, when you uh, click that, then you enter your two clue words to be able to mint the PO app. And once again, those two words, lowercase, no spaces in between. So good luck, everybody. Um, let's go to Lala. Hello. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Thank you for having me up here. Good morning. Welcome. Um, yeah, thank you. I've been enjoying this conversation a lot and just wanted to chime in with some positivity. I'm feeling super positive this morning. Uh, so a couple of things. First, um, I love how this whole debacle, everything that's happened has really brought crypto and NFT Twitter together. Um, it's funny because I was laughing. I think it was either Jesse or John talking about the the maxis and how everyone's like, see, we were right. It's funny because I've been like the lone NFT girl on many of these like Bitcoin stages with like thousands of people just getting crucified. Um, but it's fine. We're riding. I'm out here uh, taking the heat for you guys. No problem. Um, but I actually do think that there's a lot of like positive things to speak on, you know, like because at the end of the day, like if you actually have a debate with a lot of these people, we agree. Like the reason people hate NFTs right now is because they see it solely as a shit coin, like floor price go up, right? 
when there's so many deeper things that this technology can be used for. Like we're talking about communities, you know, Ryan, you mentioned like parent teacher conferences, (laughs) like all of these types of things um, can be used to facilitate community. And when you really explain that to people, they're so much more willing to engage with you. And, and uh, at the end of the day, found myself kind of like talking with these maxis and we're like, wait, do we agree? This is crazy. So I think the dialogue is opening and there's a lot of room for growth. Um, something else I just wanted to say, um, well, kind of, I have the, the platform to speak here is like, we have a critical, like kind of like time frame with legislation. So I know we've been mentioning the legislation, you know, Sam obviously has his regulations that he's pushing for, but we kind of have this critical time right now where if the community wants to speak up about regulation, like the time is right now because his, his connections on the Hill are kind of falling apart right now. People are not like loving the fact that they have to go through with what he's proposing, but there's really no like genuine alternatives. And it's time for the community to kind of like come together and propose something. And what I say all the time yeah, is like, that's a good sometimes point. Our, yeah, like our commitment to decentralization kind of, we shoot ourselves in the foot, right? Cause we don't, we can't ever come to a consensus, but I think now is the time for people to start kind of like talking about what those can be so that we can have an alternative on the Hill. Yeah, I love it. No, thanks for pointing that out. And I also like your background music. It's great. <laughs> I'm at the gym right now. So it was really funny because if I was a rich girl came on like three seconds ago and I was like, oh, God, I hope they can't hear this. <laughs> we can. And it's awesome. Um, no, I love it. Thanks for chiming in. Um, you know, it would be great on the show. Um, maybe Clemente, uh, we're talking about, you know, future guests. Um, so a little little uh, peek behind the curtain, you know, we're going to start lining up uh, more regular guests on the show and, and, uh, be more proactive about that. Um, and it would be really good to have someone come in and speak just for a couple of minutes about, um, regulation and, uh, how we can get involved and talk to our lawmakers in the U S. Um, so that might be interesting. That's kind of a U.S. based thing, but it might be good to dig into that. And, and cause it's kind of like, you think, well, who do I even talk to? Like, how, what do I say? Like, how do we get things done? Um, so Clemente, if you can make a note, we'll, we'll try to make that happen. Um, let's keep rolling. We're getting close to the end of the show, which makes me sad. I, I wish we could just do this the whole day. Um, but everybody has work or kids or, you know, hobbies, you know, stuff. So we can't, we can't chat all day. Um, let's go next to Ben. Thank you for holding your hand up for so long. Sorry to, took forever to get to you. Thanks Ryan. Thanks for having me up. Um, how you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. It's good, good. back. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, the guys held it down really well. So, uh, yeah, I'm friends with uh, Clemente and he did a great job. Um, I I came on because I wanted to share a bit of positivity in like the sense that we need to get prepared for battle because we're going into the holiday season and our family and friends who wonder what on earth we do all day. <laughs> me <laughs> oh no i think you're rugging i lost I, go- I, I, I lost you for a second we're going into battle because our friends and family who wonder what on earth we do all day long in these twitter spaces are about to say i read an article and crypto's dead and nfts are dead and why are you wasting your time so we need to all be prepared and i would urge everybody to open a notes page in their phone or on their desktop and in that notes page i would uh, i would really, really like urge them all to make a list of all the things that they really enjoy out of Web3 and all of the things that they're looking forward to and all of the brands that they see coming on board that they're really looking forward to watching unveil their kind of activation and all of the artists that they appreciate in the space and all of the different activations that they've been to or the friends that they've made and have that list ready so that when you get challenged this festive holiday season, you're armed and ready to go back at them because um, I, I can it. see a lot of that happening. Sorry, that was just my, my idea. I think everyone should get ready and prepared for battle. Amen. I appreciate that. It could be like a hug battle, though, where you, you end up um, trying to delight. Yeah, your, for sure. For sure. And actually on board. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love it. Uh, thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Um, got a couple more minutes uh, before we share the the POAP Mint code. Um uh, Luca, thanks for joining us. You're just quietly hanging out, uh, uh, leading the pudgy penguins. What's happening? Hey, what's up, Brian? No, I I wanted to kind of get up and just chime in on uh, you know 
I think the gentleman about five minutes before was just talking about taking over projects and communities. And I thought I'd had an interesting perspective since you uh, kind of did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, no, I was just uh, kind of touching base on what he was saying. Like, I think there's a huge opportunity for community members to step up to the plate uh, and lead these projects. Right. I think uh, a lot of people, underestimate the potential of what these businesses can do and what these communities can do and how you can rally, you know, people behind a certain cause and create products and find product market fit. And I really encourage anybody listening that if you're in the, in the unfortunate situation that, you know, your project is not being ran the way that you necessarily want it to be ran or that the founders may have disappeared, there's like real potential to take this thing over and create something amazing out of it. And I want people to understand that um, if, you, if you're not going to step up and be the leader that you want to be, somebody else will do, somebody that you don't want to be will. Uh, yes, and, I love that. And I just I hope everybody sees like what we've done at Pudgy is that there's a huge opportunity here. And don't underestimate community. What I found coming into Web3, and in hindsight, I'm so regretful because I wish I would have known this earlier, but community is so important uh, for any business that you do. And so if you see an opportunity to save a community and to step up to the plate, do it because there's so much opportunity that will come from that, from you doing that. And if you have any ideas or any products that you potentially want to ship, like that community can help, you know, grow those products and push you know, certain initiatives that you want to kind of push through. And so I just want to encourage people that, you know, if you are caught in that opportunity and you find yourself, you know, with a vision and the time to execute on it, go ahead and do it. Cause I think it's really going to be the future of the space moving forward. Love it. Thanks Luke. I appreciate it. Um, I think you are an inspirational example of, of, of taking over a project and, and throwing your heart behind it and, and, and um, supporting the community. So it's exciting to see that. Thanks for stopping by. Um, only got a couple minutes left. Uh, let's go to Susan. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I guess I just want to echo the enthusiasm that there's still so many cool things happening. It's so hard not to get weighted down by FTX. You know, I wasn't personally impacted, but I know plenty of people who were, and, but, but, you know, I've been in video games for like 25 years now, like since the late nineties. And this is such a pivotal moment like i've watched so many transitions and we got into this you know early last year and um i think what's exciting to me and why why i'm bullish is that people have stopped talking about play to earn like no one even wants to use it as an expression anymore and tokenomics and stuff you know where it comes to games anyway and every time i jump into a space almost in a minute someone says the word interoperability um and and which is what we've always been about and so i'm just really jazzed up that that's where conversations headed and and that it's about long-term meaningful value. I've never bought ETH or stock or anything else for a short-term flip. It should be about what you can do with your stuff, where you can take your stuff, that you own your stuff. And, um, you know, so maybe the, the, the plus side of all of this is that it's allowing us time to, to, to be more thoughtful and build and collaborate, you know, in the open with each other, Amen. Uh, you know? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. Interoperability, um, true ownership. Where it's um, at. It's just exciting. Um, so I, I hope that you, know, you, you all are walking away from this space today as we wind down uh, encouraged, um, connected, um, and better informed. Uh, that's really our goal here. Um, and I, I really do appreciate you spending an hour of your time. Uh, I usually say this and I'll say it again. Your, your time is your most valuable asset and your attention during that time is a leveraged uh, version of that. And it's the most valuable thing you could possibly give anybody. So thank you for your attention and time, um, and, and your, and your passion and, and your support. It means the world to me. Um, we are out of time and I wish we could just go forever and, and get to everybody. I apologize that, um, Ibrahim, we couldn't get to you, but it's nice to see you. Final Ryan. Thanks for coming. We'll get you next time. And the sooner we'll get you next time. Don't worry. Um, but we appreciate you all so much. Uh, thank you so much to Mintify and Lucky Traders, uh, our amazing sponsors. Uh, they really are good people behind those projects, and I, I really appreciate them. Um, and I want to thank Mac and Clemente, uh, my brave co-hosts, um, who do so much to support this community. Um, so that is 
the end of the show, um, I just posted uh, the POAP uh, claim link for you all. Don't forget, you got to enter in those two um, those two clue answers. Uh, no no caps, no spaces. Good luck. Um, and if you were here during the secret roll call, then you'll be able to mint that. Um, let's close out the day with some tunes from the voice of DeFi over to you. And uh, let's vibe it out. everybody uh, you, you all have managed to take down rev good job <laughs> oh my god don't worry the snapshot happens as long as you can get to that link uh, later in the day you can grab your po apps uh, just enter in those secret words and you will be able to get it if you were here during the secret roll call so thank you so much everyone for being here i really appreciate you and i cannot wait to see you again tomorrow uh, for another uh, edition of daily dose take care have a lovely day we'll see you tomorrow Bye-bye.